watch it. Drink it in. All right, guys, welcome back to the B6 podcast. We're going to be doing a slightly different sort of episodes today since there wasn't that much football really in the week to talk about so we're going to be going with sort of a Q&A if you follow us on Twitter you'd have seen that we were asking for some questions for us all to answer and thank you to everyone who sent some in we've picked we've tried to pick one from everyone that's answered so sorry if yours isn't in here but um, I'm pretty sure there is one from at least everyone so thanks very much for sending those in Um, I'm joined today by Dan alright guys Tate alright guys (laughs) Demille <laughs> you alright, guys? <laughs> I'm finally Matt. You alright, guys? Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll kick straight into it. Uh, the first question is from at UCL Winners on Twitter, and that is, who do we think is going to win the Champions League? So I'll come to everyone individually, and then we can a small debate after. So I'll come to you first, Dan. Who do you think? Man City. I, Reason? It's. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's the same every year, isn't it? Like we always get to a point where everyone thinks that we're unstoppable at some point, and no one's going to stop us. But we just end up stopping ourselves with something <laughs> stupid that Pep does. But hopefully, he's learned from his mistakes, and he just knows just to keep it simple now and not overthink. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I'll go to Matt. Who do you think? Um, I've got two in mind, and I'm also going to give a special shout out to the team as well. Um. I think it's just got to be either City or Atletico, to be honest. Um, Atletico, like their their record in the Champions League under Simeone is pretty like unbelievable to only get knocked out. Obviously, got knocked out last year to Leipzig, but other than that, they've only been knocked out to a team with Ronaldo in it. Um, Juve aren't that strong in general. The the big teams aren't the strongest at the moment, but obviously City and Atletico are doing unreal. So I probably go with those, and I think Sevilla will go very far in the competition. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Tay, what do you think? I think um, it's either going to be... I, I don't actually know. That's the problem. I've got three in mind. City, well, no one knows. City, PSG or Bayern. Bayern. Obviously, Neymar's out injured now, so like, I'm not really sure about them. But I don't know if they've got the firepower to get past Barcelona without Neymar. Um, maybe, because I think Fatty's will be out. So it's actually just Messi, isn't it? So... I don't know. Um, but yeah, I said City last year and they didn't win it. So I'm going to say City again. I think PK's out for Barca as well. I'm, I'm probably going to put some money on City to win the Champions League as well. So well not big, I think I said a few months back they were going to win. I'm going to yeah. go to the now. What do you think? I think um, City are favourites. Um, there's, no, there's, no, there's no real like, standout options. And City look... Um, they, they look amazing right now. So... I'd say City. I think obviously Bayern obviously has to be up there as well. They haven't, they haven't been as good this season as they were last season, but you know Bayern's Bayern, and they still got a very, very, very good strong, uh, very strong squad. Um, and yeah, I'm not gonna sleep on Atletico either. Um, it's just the fact that Bayern plays Atletico if um, both Bayern and Atletico uh, beat their opposition. So I think Bayern will beat Atletico. So I'd say either, well, favourites City and. Um, if City get knocked out, then I'd go Bayern. No, that's fair enough. I've actually got down a bit of an outsider. I, I don't really know, but I, I don't fancy Bayern or City. I just think Bayern aren't quite what they were last season. They're still playing really well, but I probably if I had to pick somebody, I'd probably say them just because of City's sort of history in the late rounds. But I'd, again, Atletico Madrid, I think, have got a good shout and PSG as well because I think they'll still have enough for Barcelona to get past them even without Neymar. So when you get Neymar and Mbappe back then they're definitely in with a shout, especially with Pochettino. It'd be interesting to see how he sort of deals with it because obviously you had that but one got, run with Spurs. They've got Barca, though, which would be... Yeah, I think they'll they get Barca, Barca quite easily. Neymar, it's just because of the Neymar injury, really. They have been Maria out as well, so they're going to really have to change up the team. So when you say they'll have Neymar and Mbappe back, it's going to be a few weeks before they do. Yeah. So yeah, if they get through, as well. Gonna, yeah. They both got injured against Marseille. Is it um? Oh. Are, the, are the fixtures two legs again now? Yeah, I've got the um, yeah. got the odds here. Please gamble responsibly, by the way. Uh, Bayern are the favourites, <laughs> eleven to four. City ten to three. Liverpool are thirteen to two, third favourites. And then you've got sort of PSG, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, all between eleven to one and fourteen to one. So I'm not sure why Liverpool are third favourites, but anyway, oh, yeah. Let's go. Definitely what? Slept, uh, sleeper. They're definitely sleepers. Yeah. Aren't oh. they? Like... Yeah, I think it's because they've ever since they lost in the final to Real, they've not really done anything. Like I'm, I know it's a bit hypocritical considering I'm saying City are going to win, but with like 
we talk to predominantly English fans, don't we? I guarantee if like we spoke to any Spanish fans, they probably back Atletico a lot more than we yeah, would. They, yeah, they, knocked, they knocked us out last I think, right. I think they'd still give teams like Real Madrid a shout, though. But I also think, uh, I'm also, there's quite a lot of very good games going on as well. Like, I'm really intrigued. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to being back. Yeah, See, Atalanta. Atalanta going well, far think, you know, the competition if they get I think Atalanta it. could be uh, Real straight. They're a dark horse, Atalanta. I, I think the only thing is with the Atletico shout is obviously if they do beat Chelsea, they're going to have Bayern. So like, 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 I think yeah, Bayern that's what I said. That's what I said Bayern, over two yeah. legs. I think, I don't know, Bayern, Bayern are really weird on because this year they're really not as strong. Yeah, they're top of the league still, but they don't look overly convincing. Yeah, that's why I wasn't quite so sure about tipping them. Uh, Atletico do you look convincing, don't they? We Very aim. much so. And they only dropped points to Real Madrid and last game, I think it was, for, due to like lots of uh, players out from COVID. I don't, yeah. really, I don't really trust... I mean, you could prove me wrong here with facts or whatever, but I don't trust Lewandowski in big games either. Yeah, that's a fair shout. We best yeah. move on anyway, because that's actually supposed to be one of our shorter topics. That was a good question. Yeah, though. so thank you for yeah. sending that one in. Um, this uh, next one has come from at Florian Verse, not the actual Florian Verse, a bit of an imposter, but it's, he's, asked, <laughs> he's asked, what is everyone's top five under-21s in the world? So again, we'll go to everyone and then we'll have a debate after. I'll kick off for this one, actually. I, I've got, um, not in no order, by the way, this is just five. So I've got uh, Erling Haaland. Phil Foden, Alfonso Davies, Jaden Sancho, and Camavinga. That's my five. So I'll come to Matt first. Who you got? So I've got. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I've got uh, Fabio Silva. No, I'm thinking. I've got Holland, Foden, Felix, Sancho, Fatty. But it's it's very hard. I put. I didn't want to go too generic. So I put a lot of question mark like names. I put I put someone like Graham Birch in. I don't know how old Delict is. Pedri's the top talent for the future. Felix is 21, by the um, way. Pedri I was actually going to put him in, but he's 21. What is it? Who is? Jao Felix is 21. What, wait, what, what's the question? Under 21. Oh, oh, 21. oh that's that's 21. 21. Okay. Yeah, so if... Oh, I didn't realise oh, you were doing... Oh, okay, cool. Fair enough. Then, um... I think... Oh, it's... How old is Havertz? 21. He's, 21. He's, he's like... I think he's actually in it. I think he's 20. 21. No, is he, he, he is 21. 21. Okay. Yeah. I think he's... A... Okay, so Havertz's not in it then. I think Turkey have a huge future. Obviously, my love for Pedro Neto and Saka, but Gravenberg is another great one. Just yeah. talking about right now, really, isn't it? All right, I'll come to you then, Dan. Who you got? Um, again, mine's in no particular order. Um, Erling Haaland, Phil Foden, Jaden Sancho, even though he's not like, I don't particularly rate him as high as other people do, but for the question, Jaden Sancho, um, Alfonso Davies, and how many times I'm four. Um, Delitz twenty one, yeah. isn't he? He was mm-hmm. yeah, he was nineteen two years ago. Um, That's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Intellectual football knowledge. Cheers, that. cheers lads. <laughs> um, and I'd probably just have to go with Ansu Fati. I don't pretend like it's my strong point, um, but yeah, I'd say those are like just a very basic, common top. Yeah, five. Well, I imagine there's a lot. Of- be quite similar. That was the same as mine over the night. Camavinga instead yeah. of uh, Fatty. But uh, go on, Tay. Who have you got? So obviously, I feel like a few of them are going to be quite similar. Um, I think Sancho should be in everyone's top five. Holland should be in everyone's top five. Alfonso Davies should be in everyone's top five. But my last two, I'm going to go with Phil Foden, and I'm going to throw a curveball and throw, um, throw in Florian Verts. That's fair enough. He's yeah, been very good this season. Yeah. He does deserve oh, to be up I've got someone as well, I think, who deserves to be up there. Um, oh, what's his name? The French midfielder from... Yeah, good one. Camavinga? Uh, no, no, from Lyon. I forgot his name. Kakare, is it? Yeah, yeah Kakare. Is he under 21? No, he's, he's, old, think... he's old. Is he? I don't think he's under 21. He might not we'll be, but regardless, he deserves a shout yeah. anyway. He's 20. No, he's like 23. He's 20, right? he? I thought, I think yeah, he's, he's 20. 20. Yeah. Crazy. He's a brilliant, mm. really, really impressive. Yeah, that's a good shot. He's a very good Champions League this season. Who, who do we miss out? Demille. Go on, Demille. Excuse <laughs> uh, <laughs> me. Um, uh, yeah, I've got, I got Haaland, Sancho, Foden. Um, what's that, three? Um, then I've got Davies. And then the last one, the last one's up for grabs, isn't it? Like, there's no real... I couldn't I could think of anyone. Those four, like, just pop up to my head now. Um, uh, fifth, I'd say maybe... Maybe maybe fatty, yeah. I I, don't, I can't really 
think Camavinga's also like a top top talent as well. I, I like Camavinga. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if he signed for United actually. Um, the mind. Wow, that's a that's a real that's a shocker. <laughs> no, go on, okay, go I, on. I, I'd lo- I love. I thought you'd complain, honestly, like. Oh, I, I love if you sign. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> um, yeah, so I'll I'll just go for Fatty. If he um, wasn't for his injury, I would have gone Fatty as fifth as well. But like, obviously, it's very but I'll, I'll, do, you, do you know Joe who also very, very good? I, I think. Um, Sandro Tonali is yeah, yeah, so yeah, very good. There's so many. Like, after this, oh, yeah. after after this, yeah. I'm gonna re- like I'm gonna regret it so much because there's so many good talents. Like I don't know. Obviously, you're not. I feel I'm hardly even Saka. Yeah, you're not even touching yeah. any of the other players in yeah, the Premier League. Like Saka, yeah, Greenwood, there's Saka, Saka there's, there's Greenwood. I'm surprised Saka's not really being mentioned. There's, there's seven. There's seven toys. Like, obviously, he's not as good, but um, Jack there. There's there's Vinicius as well. Rodrigo. I wouldn't put no Rodrigo. They're good players. Don't get me wrong. That's that's a, where was like, that question in? How old is Kunde? Uh, yeah, he's not quite. I think he's a bit older yeah, than he's is, Not yeah. quite under 21. So, yeah. This goal was mad though against Barca. He Barton. is really yeah. like Joe Ramos, isn't he? Like, Get him in, Ed. Yeah. Do you guys um, know, um, you guys know um, Graven Birch? Yeah, I mentioned that. No, I never heard of him, Who is he? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's up there as well. I feel like he's probably going to oh. get a big move. Oh, so. A few others I'll just throw in as well. I, I don't know of age, right? But Anthony from Ajax. Yeah, I think he's under twenty-one. Is, I believe. I think I think he's about that. And there's one other I just cannot really remember. So well, that's, that's, that's mate. No, fair Cheers, enough. Mate. I mean, let us know. Maybe we'll put this as a poll or something on Twitter or uh, something for you guys to get involved. But there's uh, so, that's so such an choose. agitating question because there's so many yeah. names in my head. Like that one saying, like even, I don't know, like Sofia and Diop at Monaco. Is, oh, Did anyone say um? Did anyone say Felix? He's not in the 20th. Oh, uh, yeah. He's 20th. He'd have definitely been in mind. Yeah. The thing is, though, my biggest issue with this question, like not necessarily ranking, but giving the top five, is players like Delict. How do you rank them in the top five? Because obviously, defenders versus attackers versus midfielders. Yeah, that's the top five. Delict won Golden Boy, didn't he? So I think he's up yeah. there. Right, I know we, I he's not under 21 either. Yeah, I know, I know that. But, but if, um, if we're not going to rank a 1 through 5, what if we just rank 1? In your opinion, because in my opinion, it's Holland. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's not right. Oh, okay, cool. That was easy enough for you. But to be fair, I think Davies has got to be up there as well, to be fair. He's probably I think Davies close. second, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I'd probably have Sancho over Davies, but. Yeah, Davies is a weird one for me. He's unbelievably good. Yeah, he's... He Sancho had um, 40 well. goals and assists last season. Yeah, Sancho's been slapped on this season. Not be feeling it's hard. Like they're playing in the team at the minute without, Even without proper coaching stuff. Like, the thing is, for I United fans, Pedri, but I feel like he's not stopping. Yeah, I said Pedri. Perfect, but isn't Pedri it? Like, and City fans with Holland yeah. and uh, Sancho, because you're definitely going to get a cut price now, aren't you? So. I saw, I saw something earlier saying United are going to put an opening offer of fifty mil. Fifty million. <laughs> like they are actually taking the mitt there. Like. Step, anyway. Again, we'll we'll move on just because we've got so much to cover. Uh, this is uh, one from at Sam CTH underscore. It says, "Will Werner and Havertz come good in the Premier League?" Obviously, this is quite a hot topic that's been all over the place this season. I'll sort of kick off with my sort of point. I think Werner tricked a lot of people last season, to be honest, including myself. I really did think he would come in and hit the ground running. And a lot of people are talking about like Bundesliga attacks and stuff, which I actually completely disagree with because a lot of the best players in the league came from Germany. But I just don't. I don't think. He's really suited, to be honest. Like he likes to run into running behind when there's a lot of space, and not many teams are going to give him that. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he'll have a successful career, but probably elsewhere. I don't know if you agree with that. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. But I've, yeah, I've always said um, okay. Werner. He, he needs a, like a lot of chances to um, to score. Um, he's, he's missed so many big chances, um, and he needed big chances as well um, in the Bundesliga him to um like gets a one or two and don't get me wrong he's a he's a good player um but like you said Ethan um he likes to run in behind and Premier League defenders don't don't allow that space um so what what the question will I think he'll come good uh, I think he he won't he won't be um you know that the striker that Chelsea's been looking for ever since Drogba left um but um I think he will be he he you know he's he's obviously like going through a drought but he will get like once he gets um a goal 
he'll get you know one, two, three goals coming through. But I think um, overall in his Chelsea career, I don't think um, he'll hit that legacy, um, which obviously Chelsea fans um, want him to do. Um, that that's just my opinion on Werner. Um, I don't know if we're going uh, to say my opinion. Have anyone else got anything to say about Werner? Yeah, just on but... Werner quickly. Just on yeah, Werner okay. quickly. I think um, it, it, it's hard because um, like it's hard to like compare these players, but and they are different because Salah is scoring more goals. But when we first saw Salah, he was he missed like the most big chances in the league, and he broke the. And I know Werner's not going to break the goal um, goal scoring record, but like. Especially in my, in the recent weeks, he's actually been playing really well. I think he's won like five penalties for Chelsea or something. He's got five assists as well. And like even even on even on Drogba, like you're saying, like, a striker they've been looking for since Drogba. Like he's he's already halfway to um to him his Drogba's first goal scoring tally in the Premier League. So like it's not like he is still a young player. I think people forget he's been slept on a bit. Like he's still yeah, he's still young, true. and like, I I do think he'll come good. Probably I don't I don't know how many goals we'll get, but I do think they'll get. Because they got it. They... But they don't they don't exactly like give players that much time, do they? Like they're not going to wait like three or four seasons for well, him to like twenty goals, aren't they? But I don't know. I don't think I don't he'll think go there. But so they might be stuck with it. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What you what were you going to say, Matt? Um, I think Vern will surprise a few people in the sense that I think he'll become like a. 10 to 15 goal season at least. Like, I think he'll get quite a lot of goal contributions in the end in the league because pretty much just how Tuchel's system will help um, his play because he's always been like a left inside forward type of player. And that's what um, Tuchel's system basically is. And Chelsea have a lot of inside forwards. And Werner's getting into those positions, even though he's not scoring at all, he's looking like he's still a very big threat. So I think soon he'll really come into his own and get some goal-scoring form. Whether that's like a huge goal-scoring form, I don't really think so, but I think he can become a useful player for Chelsea. Yeah, I just wanted to say something about Werner quickly before we go on to habits. Um, I, pers- I actually like him. I think he'll come. He'll become better than what he is at the moment. Obviously, like I said, apply a bit of Bundesliga tax to his um, season last year. Um, but I put... I don't know if this is just a bit of bias or not, but I don't think he's better than Gabriel Jesus, whether you put him on the left or up front. I don't, I don't know why. I just I know Jesus isn't the most clinical, but um, I think he, he is a Jesus type of player. Like because he, he's still, even though he's not scoring, he's still impacting the game in some way. Like like Matt said, he's still getting assists. I think I don't know if this is including penalties, um, but I think he has twelve assists this season. I think that has to be included in like winning pens. Yeah, is Gabriel um, Jesus not like a much better dribbler and stuff though? Yeah, because... but what I mean is like he's finishing wise, like striker ability and stuff. Like I'd much rather have Jesus out on the left than Werner. But if you was to give them one on one, I'd probably take Werner, just because I don't believe in Jesus. But that's probably just because I've not. Yeah. Watched Werner enough, yeah. and I watched Jesus thing, too much. The thing about Werner is, like, he's such a weird player. He's either so hot or he's so cold. Like, uh, there'll be weeks, and there was in the Bundesliga, um, where he he's the most clinical player probably on the planet for like two weeks, and then yeah. it just it just happens like he'll finish anything, and then like it's a bit like Jesus, like really, like like you said that goal at the Etihad against us, like. They, I, there was a world class goal, wasn't it? And yeah, it was. He was playing centre forward as well, so I don't know. I don't know if anyone saw Jesus's goal midweek against Swansea. Yeah, against yeah, 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 that was amazing. Um, but I'll just I'll start off with Havertz. Um, I personally, I've not really rated him even when he was in the Bundesliga. Um, I don't claim to watch like every single game he played, but I don't think he was worth seventy two million in a COVID like transfer window um, and he's just he's one of those I, I can't see him I think Werner will have a better Chelsea career than Havertz will right, um, I, I don't know if that. that's like an unpopular opinion or anything but I, th- I think Werner's Werner's actually getting in the positions and he's actually like he's he's just lack of confidence at the moment whereas Havertz isn't really his ability isn't showcasing like like I said, Werner's getting in the positions and he's getting the chances. 
he's just not putting them away at the moment, whereas Havertz isn't really getting himself in any creative chance. Like, he's not playing in the hole, he's not playing in the half space, he's not getting in the box. So I, I don't really know what he's supposed to be doing at Chelsea. I, I personally don't see him in their best starting eleven. I don't know, I feel like that's a bit... I feel like you're being quite harsh on him. Like, he's missed the last few games. I'm pretty sure he's been injured. So he's not even been on the bench. It wouldn't make sense for him not to be on the bench. He came... We played against Wolves. I think that was the only game I've seen him recent time. Um, he was quite good. He's got... He's a very intelligent player and his numbers in the Bundesliga... I know you're saying you don't, you've never rated him, but his numbers, you can't deny, like, they were ridiculously high. They were up there with, like, what? Messi Ronaldo's numbers in that season he had. So he was one of the best talents. And I don't I think like Pepe at the time, I don't think there's anything wrong with paying the price you pay. I think it's a fair price considering you know, you have to pay what you have to pay for play it for teams star men, you know. Yeah, I hate I hated this signing. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's anything better than a good player at the moment. He's a good player with lots of potential, but I hate the signing. Like at Chelsea, what what makes you hate it? Is it just the wrong club? Like, I said this weeks ago. It doesn't make any sense. Um, like yeah, I think it was just a move of Chelsea were buying him because he's up and coming. He could probably going to be world class in the future, and I think they were just trying to get to him before other clubs like Bayern Munich. Yeah, and I think yeah, it could work, but at this at this time right now. It, I, I don't think he fits them at all. And I know it's hard to say that because they've got a new manager and they could build around him. But I, I, when it, when Lampard brought him in, I, I said it from like the day I hated the signing. I thought Werner was a brilliant signing, but Havertz, I just couldn't get behind because he's like, he's not a Mason Mount where you can play box to box. He's not box to box. Yeah. But he's, he can't, he's just, lethargic every time I watch him and in fairness to him I'm not I'm not going to judge him off the season he did a few injuries moved to a new country he's had Covid as well so it's not easy for him but I, I hate the signing <laughs> it's like I've, I've, I think to answer, if, if to answer the question then from you do you think he's got a successful future in England then like, no, no. Um, I think he has a successful playing career ahead whether that's in England or not is another matter I could see him Maybe if in a few, I think he'll have like a far better season though next year where he isn't disturbed by injuries and COVID and stuff. Um, obviously, with fans and all that, hopefully back at that point, who knows? Um, but I think in a few years, it wouldn't surprise me if he went back to Germany either and just excelled there. Well, I, it also, yeah, it also makes point. me think where they spent so much money on him, and I, it's not at the point where they do need to get rid of him. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but Chelsea. They've spent what upwards of seventy million, upwards of sixty or sixty million of him. Obviously, he's got resale value because he's so young. But I don't think they'll like um, we were talking about earlier. Chelsea don't give players much time, but I don't think they will sell him within three years if he's still not good. I can't. I don't know. I think he is an. I don't think he won't be good. Yeah. I think for now, this is like a bit of a misleading interpretation of what he will be for Chelsea. I think he'll be far better than what he's showcasing, and I think a lot of people eat their words. I remember when Felix joined Atletico Madrid the first season, everyone wrote him off quite a lot. Yeah, but, but people, people weren't watching their games. He was brilliant in games. He, was far like, he wasn't scoring goals, and people, like, if you don't score goals, you're not good, apparently. So. Yeah, that, yeah, it's honestly baffling how much goal and assist like, matter to people. Yeah. Like, they'll rate the, someone as the best, like, I don't know, even defender in the world, because it, like... Kazuma was getting rated higher than he was because yeah. he scored like a bunch of corners. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just before we get too yeah. off topic, really, I just wanted to add a little bit of an extension to the question. What about Ziyech? Ziyech has been very underwhelmed. He's, yeah. he's at the age where you can write him off, and he's going to be a useful player for them. But I don't. I again, I didn't really get the signing. Like, if, especially if they were going to bring in Havertz as well, it didn't really make much sense. He was brilliant in his first game or two. But, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, he's, he's very one-dimensional. And he looks good when he hits them cross-field passes. He's got a brilliant left foot. But I just I just don't get it. He's not, like, he's, how old is he? 27, 28? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, and they spent, like, they didn't spend... Seems like a bit of a red flag when no one's got him for him as well. When he's yeah, I mean, million. I think he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But 
I wouldn't put him ahead of, you know, like in ahead of the pecking order, ahead of um, Hudson Adoy. He's like a B-Tech Mara. Yeah, yeah, he literally is. So. Yeah, except he has one foot. <laughs> yeah. So does Mara. So is yeah. Mara. Not wrong, yeah, but um, the thing is, though, I feel like Mara just uses one foot. He needs to do it. But anyway, that's a tough topic, but yeah, so yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I just I, that just came to mind because I watched him yesterday against Barnsley and he just stank up the joint. To be honest, like he hasn't played as much as Harris yeah. or Werner. To be fair, so we'll have to see how it goes. But he looks very unconvincing. But yeah, we'll move on now on to um, wait, a question. From uh, wait, I did Havertz. No, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> Even, I mean, you know, I'm in this pod, right? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, you you, you, you got. To, Bring in your opinion whenever you want, mate. Go ahead. I thought you were going to bring me in, but uh, um, okay. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> didn't bring anyone. Then it just went all for it. That's what a host does. But okay, um, yeah. On <clears throat> on Havertz very quickly. Um, I think um, I like him as a player. I just um, I've always questioned um, whether he suits Chelsea. And um, obviously, under Frank Lampard, he didn't have a assistant or a place that that suited um, you know his actual skill set. Um, under Tuchel, it doesn't look like still um it suits his um system um but i do think he's a good player and um i i i he could come good for chelsea i, I think the jury's still out for him obviously and the jury's still out for, for Vern, obviously of course um i i think um you know give it like maybe another season see if he um adapts um to the premier league um uh, I, I i think like he's a bit He's really like he's kind of I don't know I don't want to say he's skinny obviously but like you know the Premier League is it's like um it's very physical and I don't know if he suits that physicality of the Premier League so yeah. um you know I'll just give it I'll give it another season for for Havertz to see if he see how if kind of you mate I'm sure he's absolutely gassed are you happy give him another season. <laughs> I, I'm, I, everyone, listeners, yeah. I don't. I'm, this, this is the last time I'm coming on this pod because everyone's just violent. I don't know what's going on. Everyone's violent. Nah, to be fair, <laughs> you've just made havoc with a Twitter user at United Demille saying he's going to be the MC. So congratulations. <laughs> anyway, I do apologise. We'll move on. This question, this question is from at Football Oscar on Twitter. He says, if Pedro Neto was to leave Wolves, where would you like to see him go? And um, I'll give this to Matt straight away. I don't know how reliable, but he has been linked to Liverpool in the last week. That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Pedro, he's suited pretty much anything, to be honest. Like his work rate, um, he has the complete like fundamentals down to a T for a winger. The basics are really good. He's just such a threat one-on-one as well. His end product will come like even more when he goes to a big club. Right now, his end product, like his numbers are overly like, unbelievable. But even then, I think he has the best for Wolves players, obviously outside of him. But that's different. But yeah, I'm, I'd love to see him at Arsenal, obviously. But whether that will happen is another matter. I think City could be a great destination for him, obviously, with Pep. But it'd be tough to get in be if quiet, Messi yeah. came or something. I think, what? I think, I think he's actually quite overrated, Pedro now. I think no, I mean, uh, fair enough, he's a young player. He's 20. I think Chelsea as well. Or there's United. two things that annoy me about him. One, he, he can play anywhere across the front three, but he predominantly he's a left winger and he's left footed. That just annoys me. That's like that's nothing. That's not his fault. <laughs> two, he's only scored nine goals in like 70 games for them. Like, I, I don't get it. Like Yeah, but you're playing for Wolves. Like, in the way they play, when you can't even, you're not even playing off Jimenez anymore. Like what? Yeah, but nine and seventy—that's like what? Well, that's, that's almost. I, I'm. I don't get why he's rated that high when he's like taser nine seventy. Again, I don't again, know how true that is. Again, I'm taking your again, a lot. I think it. they they do include friendlies and preseason and stuff like that. And isn't that always just going on about the whole thing of how much goal in the system? Yeah, of, yeah, of course. But he's not like, a creative player like, either. Yeah, but how can you be influencing the game if you're not creating? You've got to add context to when you're playing the system. I I, like, I I get that. Yeah. It's like I don't know why Brewster that. went to Sheffield United, for example. He's got no no goals or anything. Yeah. But going to a team like that was never going to help. I don't know. I agree, I agree it, with both. I do agree with both of you. But uh, he isn't a creative player. He's a final third player, which is fine. Uh, that is fine. But um, obviously he's, tw- he's twenty. Yes, I know. He's, he's yet, 20, but... twenty years old. Like, he's a few months older than me. Like I'm, he's, I'm sure he'll he'll work on that, and I think he'll be a good signing for most top six teams, really. But I, th- I, I think I like him at honest. Arsenal. 
I'd probably I'd love I'd to like him at Tottenham. And that's about it. I'd like him to stay at Wolves. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'd like I don't think he's near like the quality no, he've got, to be honest. I I think I also think we could do slightly better if we wanted to buy a right winger. I don't doesn't mean he's not a good player. I think he's one of the best available. Well Sancho's likes yeah. that at the same age. For example. And like, Sancho left since yeah, he couldn't get in. What makes you think well, I don't know. He's he's very direct, and like obviously his uh, output is a question. But again, he is a Wolves, like you said. He's an but, Arsenal fan, though. So twenty twenty one. How much do you reckon? At what sort of price do you think? Um, not how much do you think he should go for, but how much? Do you think seventy days. Seventy. Yeah. Signed a five year contract. We're, we're like, talking about a club who wanted a hundred mil for a Dharma. Did they though, or was that just fabricated reports? It's like, every it's every year, isn't it? Well, that's just them saying yeah. hands off. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of yeah. a warning sign. To be He's obviously not worth it. Yeah, that. but they've like you said, they've, Pedro they've Neto, just tied like, Neto down. They're really. going to demand upwards of 100 million for him. They've just got yeah, him they can demand whatever they want because they're not in financial like desperation, as I can imagine, like too much. Obviously, with COVID and stuff, they want the money, but they'd be able to get it from elsewhere, obviously, if they're in squad in general. But someone like Pedro Neto is such a key asset to them. And when him and if when Jimenez comes back, hopefully you know he can return all goods and be similar to what he was. I think Wolves. I don't know if Nuno's right from Wolves. I'm not going to go too off topic there, but I just, I just think Nuno. The bottom line is you have a player like even Wilfred Zaha. I've written him off a lot in the past, which I kind of still do have my doubts on him. But I think that sort of player you take him to a big six club and the numbers absolutely inflate. I don't think Pedro Neto is as big as I'm gonna. This is not gonna make sense, but like Wilfred Zaha and Jack Grealish are sort of a big fish in a little pond. I don't think Neto is quite there. I don't think he's like you know a massive prospect that's sure loads bigger Grealish. than Grealish. Um, I mean, like I'm sure you could say Grealish before this season didn't have the best of numbers. Like when you talk about like how many numbers. It, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not talking about numbers in general. But all you got to do is watch Grealish. Oh no, he's, he's a brilliant he's a player that's bigger than well, not saw, bigger like, but like better than Aston Villa. Yeah. Well, I think Neto is a hundred times better than Wolves, to be honest. Like you saw him again, well, how they're operating right now. You saw him against like Leicester, for example. Um, he just drives like he, he absolutely skins Ricardo Pereira a few times. Not that that means like too much, anyways. But he's one of the best defensive fullbacks, like well-rounded fullbacks around. Um, do you not do you, like if put him? Put, you say he's miles above Wolves, right? Fair enough. But I'm going to post a question. Like, is he even better? And I could be wrong, but like, is he even better than like a Harvey Barnes? I knew but, that name was coming. But up. then, what you've got to think about there is Harvey Barnes is a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's another yeah, he top quality player. So he's he's in the similar sort of mould as a Pedro. But you wouldn't you if wouldn't he, say Barnes he went is too to a big good for Leicester. Club. I know Leicester are better than Wolves. Yeah, but Leicester are like, different. Yeah, Wolves are like a mid-table slash looking like they could have been a relegated team, which is still possible but very unlikely. Um. Whereas Leicester are a team. Which I personally think Neto Steelen is Everton. Like, an Everton level court. I think he's I a think good player. Insulting. I think he's a good player. But I, I don't know. That's the thing. Does he even get into Everton's team at the minute? All right, when he's winning the Champions League of Real Madrid in like three years' time, I'll remember this. <laughs> well, if you put it that way, then they, Everton sort of start with Richardson. Richardson. I, 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 I love Richardson. Them, unless they move Hammers in the middle. But... It is. It's, it's an interesting one, but he's definitely a lot, lot better than Wolves, uh, what they're performing at. Jamil, right what are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I don't really have it. I feel. I think I don't really have any. I don't. I don't watch Neto that much. I can't lie to you. Um, Plastic. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not joking. Um, yeah, I, I do think he's a good player. I do think he's a good talent as well. I do think um, Arsenal um, suit Neto hundred percent. I think um, you could definitely. That Arsenal should definitely um, go for Neto, um, but you know he's not. He's not really. He's not really going to go for. He's not going to go to City, is he, or Liverpool, or even United. I, I don't think he would, but I think he'd suit. Like, I think he needs to make sure he chooses the right coach to develop under as well. Like, no, I'm, I'm saying like, like I'm, I'm just saying like the actual like talent, talent you know. Oh, the actual club. Then. Yeah, I yes, think both. I think both North London clubs should be all over him, but that that's about as far as I'd go. Yeah, Tottenham actually quite good on the Jose. Yeah, uh, they I think he'd be good under any manager. More direct player he's, than um, than Bergwijn. He's got all realistically right. He's got everything you'd want from a modern team winger. His work rate's unbelievable. Um, his like 
his dribbling skills, obviously, he's very direct, which when you play against someone's direct, you struggle. Matt, you, you, product, yeah, so how much do you know about Neto? Obviously, I'm biased. But I'm obviously quite biased here. But, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you watch Wolves just, just for Neto? Uh, not really. I watch most football, to be honest, like when it's on. But I'll pay more attention when it's Neto. Does that make sense? Yeah. You love him, don't you? Yeah. I don't get the fascination. In case it's not, it's, it's not like he's breaking ankles or anything. Like... Do you not see him? He's breaking ankles. I don't get. It's not mm. like a. He's not like an overly exciting nah, player to watch. Like compared to other. He's just incredibly like, efficient. With yeah, what he's, he's, done. he's quite. He's quite selfish as well. Actually, I don't, I've noticed. But you're breaking. To be fair though, you can't blame him when you see some of the others in the team. No, but I mean, like he, he tries to beat uh, players when there's like three on him, and he will just lose. Obviously, that's selfish. But that's also confidence and luck. Like, yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, How are you making so many excuses for him? He's a young player. He's going to go out of this, but he's not perfect. He's not even near perfect. No, obviously not. But I think the main, the main, the biggest point for him is when he goes to a big club, his numbers will inflate and he just needs to... Hurt the mean, they'll go down because he gets left of the ball. Would he though? Because if he's still, if he's the star man, always calling for it. Depends on what club he goes to, I well, guess. Why would he be the star man at a bigger club? Well, it depends on, like, first of all, obviously what club. yeah. yeah. If he went to an Arsenal club, for example, he'd be one of the best like young players at the club. Obviously, that goes without saying, but you see how much Saka gets to pull, for example. Obviously, it's different I think, players. I think that, that signing would actually benefit Saka so much, so Saka can just move to the right-hand side. Think about it, right? You have Saka on one side, Neto on the other. Or even if you say Son on one side, Neto on the other. Yeah. Or even if you said, well, you know, Neto, like, okay, all these cool. sort of ways. So instead of everyone having to be on Son all the time, they can't because then they got Neto open, who's a big danger, and it's the same for Arsenal. And then it just creates such a more balanced front three, and they'll get more of the ball, just you know, by being. Yeah, I mean, by being I mean, like that. Like, I don't, I don't think Ethan, you said too much on it, and there's only so much you can say because it is all hypothetical, isn't it? Like we don't know where he's yeah. going to be in a year's time. We don't know how good he's going to be in a year's time. So I'd say a North London club right now, but I mean, I'm more talking future yeah. as well when I say like any yeah. club. Obviously, right now, I still think he's like he'd be brilliant for most, but it's just mainly the fact that 20 years old, he's already got like the really basic attributes down like, really to a T. Yeah, yeah, anyways, I'll be very biased on it as it is. So, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I think, yeah, we'll um, we'll move on now. That was a very interesting question, so thank you for sending that in. Um, we've got one now from at Bolling Goalie. Shout Again, out it's a Lukaku ripoff. It's not actually uh, Lukaku, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to him because he's <laughs> spread the word about us a lot and it'd be good to have you on in the future if you're interested. Anyway, his question that we've chosen is what are our opinions on five subs and concussion subs? But obviously, we uh, the Premier League is the only, I believe it's one of the only leagues, if not the only league out of the top leagues anyway, that are still having this because I know the EFL have got five subs and every other top five league has got five subs, but the Premier League has stuck with three. Obviously, we're in a pandemic sort of situation where there's lots of games going on and a lot of managers, especially Klopp, have had a say on this. So just quickly, this is sort of be a more brief question, but what do you lot think? Do you think we should have five subs in this uh, doesn't, scenario? doesn't make sense to me, to be honest. Like, I, I think I, my biggest thing is, though, why have two concussion subs? Why not just either have two injury subs or five What's subs a concussion sub? Like... Yeah, like it doesn't. It doesn't where, off and no, it's where it's where if someone gets concussion, you can just take them off. And it doesn't oh, okay, count. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. I didn't know if you. I didn't oh, know because no, that, that's I all good. But I didn't know that's... if it was like um, they sub you off, but they bring someone else on just whilst you're off. Like, I, I've never Surely they should just have an injury. Surely they should just have an injury sub in general, like two of them. Considering with the muscle injuries right now, I think who was it? Newcastle the other day. They have like two subs in the first like. I know half head injuries are, are like a like a really big deal in football as they should be, but why is there a, a specific sub for head injuries, but there's not for like ACL injuries or leg breaks? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. I think it doesn't make sense to me. I think it's because obviously with an ACL you've got okay. to come off, but players that are They'll, getting concussion are sort of well, they're wanting yeah, to stay yeah, on. Okay. And obviously the managers are wanting them to stay on. I think that's sort of the deal yeah, behind that. I mean, no, that's, that's true. It's hard. It's hard, isn't it? Like, I, I don't think we should have more than three subs. But I think it's a slightly out of the question. But I think you should be allowed more players on the bench to pick from. I think you should 
Well, there is nine yeah. already. There yeah, is no, nine now. It wasn't always seven. nine. Was yeah, it? I nine. like having. I like no, seven. I think. What? So you, you'd like to see yeah. that permanently? Yeah, yeah. I like nine on the bench. Yeah, I love because it gives teams the chance. So I don't know if United are four nil up, they can now bring on exactly. more exactly so much supposed to so bring on the and like first day of the season before we really had anyone injured, before I knew like uh, before the start of the season. There were still a few players that I thought, okay, like Brewster, who we ended up selling, Nico Williams, like who weren't on the bench. Curtis Jones wasn't on the bench. And I thought like, this was before we had, was it before we had nine? Yeah. It was, I don't know when it was, but it was before we had nine. And I thought, if we had nine, at least you've got them options on the bench and it'll be so much better for players' development. So I like having nine options, but I like having yeah, three I, subs. I would, I probably agree, yeah. I think it's also a big recognition as well. Like, if you're a youngster getting your name on the team sheet, regardless, it's big praise from the manager. Yeah, yeah like I'm sure uh, Ahmad wouldn't have made the bench over there if there was only seven subs, to be fair. I know he didn't get on, but it's still good experiences for youngsters. But I actually disagree with your point about the subs. I feel like for this season, we should go with five subs. Has to just be. Because there'll never be, there will never, ever be a schedule like this again. Like, the, the, literally, I think, there's been games Friday, Tuesday, uh, sorry, uh, Saturday, Tuesday, or Sunday, Wednesday, whatever, for about three months now, hasn't there? And like footballers have never had to deal with this sort of intensity of fixtures. So I think just for this season, obviously next season, we should be back to like a normal schedule. I feel like five subs is good, especially like it'd be interesting to see how like how it affects the Champions League because obviously everyone else has had five subs, so potentially more players have been rested, and it might mean the English teams aren't as successful. I don't know if that's going to affect it that much to that extent, Ooh. but. I do feel like in general, like five subs for now is the best way forward. I know it's not going to get changed. When's now, it going to be announced? Then five subs. It's well, we're not. It's oh, so 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 everywhere else it is. So when's on, the like, EFL? We, so is the concussions um, sub happening then? Yeah, that's the thing. That's what also. I thought it'll be one. I thought just three normal subs then. It's two concussions. I thought I'd just add oh. when when a team uh, when a team makes a concussion sub, the other team also gets an extra sub. Oh really? Yeah. So what, what, a normal. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. Doesn't really make sense what? to me. So surely it should just be oh, five right. subs. Like... Yeah, Wait, that's so really I'm good. Like, if someone yeah. has two concussions in the team, the other team gets another two subs. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. So like balance it out. Like, it's fair. Not, like it just doesn't really make sense. Why don't you just have five subs? Yeah, I, I feel like five subs. It's, I don't know why they haven't done it. I mean, I know a lot of people disagree and they're like, football's going mad and stuff like that. But I mean, it's that deep, really. I don't, I don't think players, if, well, if that's like, true, I don't think that's fair because say the other team has two, like, it doesn't have any concussions, it can make five subs, whereas the other team has to make three. Oh, I think it's, they'll be able to make a change at the same time, which is like out of the oh, five the same, subs. exact same time. Yeah, I think oh, that's really? what I'm reading up on now. But Where did you read this? Probably wouldn't then. You know, I think uh, I was it the same? It on BBC Sport. It's, it's a bit, it seems a bit flawed right now because we're not too like, aware of it all. So sorry if I've got anything wrong. Oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know I what think that's going. about. Is that something similar? If it is like that, that's similar to what the five subs were was last season, was it? Was it not five subs, but you only like you were only like yeah. three yeah, attempts um, to make subs three that's times? That's still the case in the FA Cup and I believe the Champions League as well. Yeah, because and you you obviously in the FA Cup you get the extra sub and extra time as well. So in, the, in an FA Cup game, like we made six subs, I believe against West Ham in the Premier League. Yeah, I was three. confused. I think it's also, time you one. I think there's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's all. I, I think, think there's a stat as well. When it was three, I think there's a stat as well. I think I saw muscle injuries have gone up by fifteen percent this season yeah. because of the high volume of uh, games. It's, yeah. it's, it's not manageable I mean, without five. I know subs, Ethan said it. I know Ethan said it before. Um, I don't know what it's been like for, like, no, this isn't any offence intended, but I don't know what it's been for clubs like Arsenal who haven't had. Um, oh no, then again, you got to, you're in Europa League, aren't you? Ignore me. City, I know for a fact, have played every single, played three games a week since the start of October, and we're in the middle of February now. The only time we had a break was when we had like a COVID outbreak. And even then, it was only a three-day break. We were back in training on the Thursday. Um, so, to ask the players to be playing three games a week, because obviously, you want to field your strongest 11 for every game and only manage three subs. I think it's just... I don't think it's fair. I mean, people will probably think I'm saying it because I'm a City fan and the squad depth we have. But personally, no, I don't I think agree it's fair. With you. Especially for, um, actually, the, the smaller teams, because they have, less, they have um, a less squad. Um, so... And the intensity is in the in the Premier League game 
um, is is always it's always high. So um, I actually agree with um, Dan and Ethan saying yes. I, I'm in for um, having um, three um, five subs and um, the concussion subs. Yeah, so let us know what you think about that one, guys. That's one of the ones that has split opinion in here. But um, I think for this season, it's probably the best way forward. But yeah, we'll um, we'll move on now to the next question. Okay, the next question is sent in from at Seti Zach. He has said, uh, based on Spurs' recent form, is Mourinho more to blame or are the players more to blame? And this is actually quite an interesting one, obviously. Uh, as we're recording this, Spurs' last game was that uh, 5-4 against Everton, which obviously means they're out of the FA Cup. They're now they're in the League Cup final, but let's be fair, probably getting beat. And they're eighth in the eighth in the table and could slip lower after Everton's play their game in hand. So it's a weird one because as much as I uh, dislike Mourinho, I don't think it's fully on him. And I think this is actually the case when most managers are failing. I think a lot of the blame has got to be put on the players as well. I'll hand over to someone else. Has someone else got something to say before I ramble yes, on? Yes, I do. Go on. The thing is, talk, I know I defend Mourinho on it, and but if you look at the state of a lot of their goals, they can see them. It's a bit of a joke, really. Yeah, the tactics aren't good enough, but against Everton, um, Everton had a penalty, which wasn't a penalty. Then Lloris lets in a howler. That doesn't get talked about, and I don't know why. It's gone straight through his arms. Like he's got to do better. He's been poor for the he last has, few games. Yeah. I don't really he know really has. He's poor against us. Look up. Look at the Liverpool game. The defensive mistakes there. It's um a lot. I think it, the answer to the question is it's a bit of both, really. But there has been a lot of errors in there that have made me think. Okay, there's only so much Mourinho can do because that we've. I said, like the reason why Mourinho gets so much stick is basically because he gets one goal and then just tries to sit back for the whole um, rest of the ninety minute, minutes, um, and it, it it just it hasn't it hasn't worked. And like he's seen, it hasn't worked. And maybe it's because of the maybe the issues at the back. But I mean, any like any team, even if it was City, if City were to sit back for the whole of the rest of the ninety minutes, teams just gonna come on you and apply pressure and eventually score a goal. So yeah, I think mate, so I don't think I don't think that would happen. <laughs> okay. Teams don't accept the one. We're not even talking about City and you've managed to squeeze iron. So um that, that's what that's what I think um Jose gets a lot of the blame. I I my my stance has always been um when it goes wrong it's fifty percent um the the player's fifty percent manager. Um but I think um in the media I think Jose gets more stick mainly because um his tactics are that they're washed in my opinion because you can't you can't just rely on one goal and then sitting back for the rest of the 90 minutes but that's just me I, I don't know if you guys agree well I was going to say on that Everton game so obviously that's a massive anomaly in their, their usual games but I feel like maybe he's actually gone for it just so he can go and say oh this is what happens when I go for it because that's the sort of thing you do like, just to try and prove a I point saw, I saw them so many times like it, it goes against his um actual um like philosophy doesn't it Um, I saw um a quote like years ago, talk and I think um it was Arsenal, um Arsenal oh, it was yes. Tottenham, yeah, yeah, and it was same same score, and then he was going he was going mad at, at Arsenal for like conceding so many goals, um oh, and the it's, it's happened, turned. yeah, the tables are turned, it's happening against him, um, so I don't know I don't know what's gone wrong with Jose, I like Jose as well, I I really I I do want to out. succeed, you're one of a kind, <laughs> no I I just like to see top man top managers you know um. Uh, managed the, the top clubs, and I don't think Tottenham was ever a good, a good um, place for him to go. Um, so I think, and I think. Why don't you last... think that? What what club would have been better for him? I don't know. I don't or know. But I just don't. I just don't think Spurs is is suited. It's like especially the, the defensive um, players at Spurs. I just don't think um, that. I, I've obviously the attacking players, Son and Kane. Yeah, they're 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 suited to any manager, aren't they? But. In terms of like the end, the the general squad, and even uh, Levy, you know, he doesn't really spend too much, and Jose demands um, cash, doesn't he, in transfer windows? Um, but I just think this is his last shot at a top top team now, um, and uh, so I, I'm actually um come I like I'm going off track, but um in time in terms of that question, do I think it's Jose or the players? I think it's a fifty fifty balance. Going back to what you said about Jose and like maybe not having the right defenders and stuff, it's like what Ethan said in um, one of the previous pods. 
It's all players he wanted at United. He wanted Dyer. He wanted Alderweireld. He's gone out and bought um, Doherty. Um, he's gone out and Regulon. So it's he can't really complain about the defence. That's true. He's come out and publicly said he wants these players. That's true. Um, so I think I'd probably say 70-30, maybe 70% Mourinho's fault because with a team that does have the attacking talent like Spurs, they don't need to sit back. They can outscore opponents. Like They can outscore probably... 80, 85% of the opponents to come up against with Kane and Son. Um, and they were, like and Belly started chipping in as well. Do you think it's only 30% players' fault? That, that, uh... Yeah. There's only oh, so no much one. they can do when he's making them sit back. Well, I mean, like, obviously the defending's been poor. It's been awful. Like, it's, it's been schoolboy defending at times. Well, yeah. The, and, yeah, and that's where the 30% comes in from. But at the start of the season, they were fine. Um, but since then, because they, but they, were, they, were... they keep having to sit back, I think it was a camera shot of Deli Alley. Was it last season or something? Um, where it was like, we just sit back and hoof it. Yeah. With, like I said, with the talent they have in midfield and attack, they don't need to do that. Mm. That's like the Jose's system has become so heavily reliant on Kane and Son. I know Kane's always been the main man and their main outlet. But this year, I think it was something like they had 21 goal contributions or something like that. They, they were both in double digits and the next closest was on four. Yeah. I thought, yeah. the thing is, though, I, I'm, I'm a bit mixed with everything because I don't rate Mourinho at all. And I don't rate his, him as a manager anymore. Um, but I think you could really tell when players stop playing for a manager. And I think that Brighton game, for example, was a clear indication of that. Um, and I think you can only put so much of it on the manager when the moment a tough period comes, the players just completely, like, the, the players who clearly aren't good enough are the ones who are always bickering and not trying as hard. If I'm saying this because of more or less what happened with us um, when we went on that um, run streak, obviously, but it's very easy to throw think the manager has a lot of blame to take here. I think the players need to take a lot of responsibility. So just the players really like obviously not even just the bad defending, like you see them against Brighton, they're just standing still, like they're so lackluster, like Would you say it's fifty fifty as well? Or maybe sixty forty? I'd um I'd I'd have to say fifty fifty, maybe sixty four to but I'd have to say fifty fifty. It's the only real vibe, like way of going about it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I was just going to say, obviously, you lot spoke about the defence and that's where the problems are at. But then you look at some of their recent games, like the Brighton game. I don't care what you say about their squad. They've got a better squad than Brighton and they got absolutely bad on the day. It should have been like 2-3, maybe even 4-0. Yeah, that might, Chelsea but, game as well. But did you see them might, running? Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing, though. Like They didn't look like... You saw Spurs off the ball in that first half. They were static. They were spineless. Like They didn't... It didn't look like a football yeah, game. It was all, it's all well and good having, having better players, but if they don't turn up and they don't show, you know, um, what they, the basics... Yeah, it looks play. like the manager's lost. Yeah. It looks like the manager's lost to the dressing yeah. room, which is it's too easy uh, to there's, happen, there's no, um, there's no real chemistry in football nowadays. Yeah, but then Chelsea battered them the next game in the exact same way. Yeah, but Brighton battered us as well. Yeah, Brighton are a good side, but even still, like oh, it wasn't the same. Like Anfield wasn't the same. The, as that. They had the better chances, hundred percent. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, but, like yeah, on the yeah, flip but side with yeah, Spurs as well. The team Spurs are so like it like it does like it basically evens out, doesn't it? Like we're a better side than Tottenham. Potter came and play, battered Spurs and comfortably beat us. So like they're just not playing for each other right now. And that, that's where that's where you go wrong because the team needs to play for each other. I don't and do the I, basics. I agree. Do you know? Um, I don't know what you lot think. It's not really a big topic, but obviously, Lloris is their captain, isn't he? Um, the amount of fights I've seen him in with Tottenham players, not even just the one with Son, he's always is like he never he doesn't look like a captain. I know it's hard because he he won the World Cup, like captain team to the World Cup, but he made a mistake. He, he made a mistake in the final as well. But I don't. I don't actually see any leaders in that team either. Like, they've finally got a leader in Hoiberg in. They're making out like he's the best friend since last break because he shouts a lot. Like, I don't think these boys have had a team, a vocal leader in their team since when? 
like who who was the last player that played for Tottenham that had of like a no, yeah, I mean I mean Kane's Kane's a leader. So Campbell. Kane's a leader what? in a different way. But I, I, example, I, know, I know, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was funny when everyone thought Jose and Hoiberg were. <laughs> to be fair, Hoiberg yeah, is course, still a great is, yeah. like, I, I like a lot of what I've seen from him. He's been a big, had that off game, obviously, in Everton, but I'm not going to be too judgmental on him, considering he's been one of his first. Yeah, we best, um, best move on from that one anyway. We'll uh, move on to the next question, which is one from at MCFC Baller. Again, thank you for helping us. You've helped us a lot with shouting out the pond and stuff like that. And again, it'd be good to have you on soon. Um, his question is, where will Messi end up? Where do we think? And if he is to come to the Premier League, how many records would he break? So we'll start with I mean, the first sort of point. Where do we think he's going to go if he goes? Personally, I don't he's think asking he's that because he's a City fan. Isn't he? he is a City fan, but yeah. Personally, I think <laughs> he's, he's going to stay he, at Barca. He, do you think so? Yeah, I don't think. I, don't think, I, don't think I just can't see him anywhere else. He, he wants it out, out, doesn't he? I, he wants it out. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I can't. I can and can't see it. Like, I, for, on one part of me, I'm like, I can't see Messi anywhere else. But then another part of me, he literally publicly said he wanted yeah, to like it, leave the club, but he stayed out of respect. So next summer, he surely like. Surely gone to either yeah, PSG. PSG or City is obviously his, his destination. I, I, I hope he doesn't go to City, honestly. Because. Um, it's turning to Farmers League soon. Yeah, that, <laughs> it will, won't it? Messi and Holland. Premier League Farmers League, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but if you go City, um, yeah, you, you expect him to break um, records, don't you? Um, don't you? I don't know. What's, what's, um, tell you, what's, what's Sellers' goal? Um, you know, the. Uh, 32, 32, 32. I'm not sure he'll break that. But I, think he'd... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he'll ever go right near. It's a bit of a weird. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a weird like question to say what records could. Obviously, he could go for specific records, but you don't know the specific yeah. ones anyway. Just... If, so if, if he's playing with a Guerrero and Sterling, like, I know Sterling's like, not too clinical, but if he's playing a full season with a Guerrero, with Sterling, Jesus, he can definitely break on his assist record. Yeah, I think that's nailed on, I reckon. I think he's definitely yeah. probably in his first year. And like, I City, think he'd definitely City, get 21 assists. City are for penalty taker as well, then, might they? So. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, that's I, just, I've, I personally think... I don't know if it's going to be us or PSG, um, but I think he's 90% gone. He came out and said he wanted to leave last yeah. summer. They've not got in a better position. They're not going yeah. to get in a better position. And it's... I think... Who chooses Coleman over Pep? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he wouldn't be choosing Coleman over Pep, would he? He'd be choosing Barca over yeah. City. But I think another um, key thing to consider is that Barca can't afford to keep him as much as they want to. In like, It's only an extra six mil, his contract, a year. But they're in hundreds of millions of debt which they're struggling to get out of. So in the grand scheme of things, six mil doesn't seem like a lot, but it's six mil that could be put to better use rather than keeping a player who doesn't want to be there. Um, obviously, it'd be a massive thing to see him leave and they'd love to avoid it, but I, just, I can't see him staying. I, I think the amount of problems that he's had since coming out and saying he wanted to leave like the disrespect they've given him. They've not given him a reason to stay since the whole situation happened. They've not come out and said, you know what, thank you for everything you've done. Um, we appreciate it. We're going to give it, we're going to give you the decision. They literally kept him here, kept him there captive because he wasn't abiding by his contract, which as far as he was aware, he thought he was. And he's not going to lie about something like that, is he? Wouldn't be the first. Um, but anyway, without going too off track, um, I, don't, I think the only record I could see him breaking is the assist record. Um, I, I still think he'd be like undoubtedly the best player in the world and the best player in the league when he joined. But I don't think he'd ever hit the peaks he's hit before, purely just because he's older, and he'd be playing in a team that doesn't question, rely on him. I just want to raise one question as well. If uh, Messi comes in, does anyone go out? Um, if he comes into City, yeah, I think like Bernardo, Mares. It won't be Bernardo. If thick. one is to go, it'll be Mares, and I think he'll most likely go to PSG. But we it makes sense. We're not selling to buy because I, I think, like I said on the other pod, we've got loads of income coming in this summer. Like Angelino's 
um, permanent buy clause, whatever you want to call it, to Leipzig. Obligation. Activated tonight if he plays. Angelino, it's um, so good for you, but like, a bit off topic. So but do he, I, but him and Pep. He plays a lot like um, Hal Cancelo, how he's like a, a, a fullback, but he's in midfield majority of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd be, I think yeah. he'd be brilliant, but. Um, but yeah, so going back to Matt's question, we don't need to buy to sell. Yeah. We'd be selling because we yeah. bought. So it, it wouldn't be, nice. be like Mara's having a happy after Messi and Haaland come in. If only one of them comes in, and Haaland, they'll all stay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If Who, who's going to go to? He's not going to go to Chelsea. Barca can't afford him. PSG can't afford him. He doesn't. He doesn't have um, to leave now, does he? I think he will. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued with the ones which I'm very intrigued because they need money as well, Dortmund. Dortmund need money as well, we need to remember. Yeah. And if like, they, they need to raise, like, I think, 200 or something. They have seven players who are yeah, but up there for sale, not to go too off the top. Do, do I think Dortmund are stubborn, aren't they? Sancho. Very stubborn. But when you're in financial deficit, you I can't think they're Sancho before. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think that they'll sell both. And, and reports are coming out saying um, Sancho is, you know, he, he's definitely going to go this season. Um, but wh- whoever club that might be, I don't know. But um, I don't think they'll they'll sell their both their best two players in one season. That's that's why I'm I'm shocked. At. Well, I'll be surprised if 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 Holland leaves as well as Sancho. Um, but he also Messi could go to PSG, and. Um, that, that would also be scary, you know. Messi, um, Neymar, Bappe, Neymar, Bappe. Uh, Messi. That's yeah. That just, a reunion, a reunion with um. Does that Neymar not depend on Mbappe? Class, his Mbappe. contract or not? I suppose they can afford him either way. I don't know. Oh yeah, Mbappe. Yeah, that's another one. He could. Neymar seems set to stay. I think Mbappe he's going to stay. I, I don't know why Liverpool fans um, genuinely believe we can afford to buy a player like Mbappe. Like, I, I don't either. They just get. Your board made no sense. So I see so many rumours. They're like, oh yeah, we're saving all, we're saving all this money for Mbappe. When will they know it? <laughs> like, this isn't what we do. I've I've paid no interest into it whatsoever, until the until like he's in picture in a Liverpool shirt, which will never happen. Then like, I'll that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just don't get excited over transfers anymore like that. Especially Mbappe. Like, what's that about? But you know, we're gonna end up with like. How Robson Cano or something. <laughs> Barahino and How Robson Cano is Salamani. You've gone off topic though. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah, if, if he comes, topic, which I, but, I feel yeah. absolutely sick if he does, like, re- but yeah, he'll probably break the assist record. Then I probably most chances created in a season, most yeah, ankles broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. move on to the last question of the day, which is from uh, at Salado on Twitter. He says, "Who guy. should be Real Madrid's <laughs> harsh? <laughs> Who should be Real Madrid's next manager?" Obviously, assuming Zidane is gone soon, so this will be the last one. I know there'll be a couple of names. I know Matt's going to bring up a name without doubt. Marco Rui. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even going. Was... No, I'm not. I was... If I'm honest, I have no idea who I'd say because I think Rose yeah, is best suited to Dortmund. Nagelsmann, I don't no. know if he'd go to Real. Mourinho. Don't, and what other managers are there who's going to... I just think with Real Madrid at the moment, I don't know. they're past their like dominant era then in a sort of rebuilding stage and they've got a lot of good young players so they sort of need a progressive coach rather than like yeah, winner now, type coach. Yeah. So about, maybe uh, Nagelsmann. Nar- yeah. if, if, Poch, if Poch didn't take the PSG yeah, job, that'd he would be perfect. But to be fair, you say that, but they're still going to be unbelievably like high demands. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. But the manager market the isn't great anyway. Like, there's a lot yeah. of clubs in world football that have got below par managers, and there just isn't enough great managers going around these days. I don't think they'll like, probably settle for like an Allegri. You reckon? I can't yeah. see that personally. Do you not think they'd be better off? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Like I, think, I, think they, um, I think that's the best they do. Uh, I think they should, but I don't know if they will. I'll throw a name out there. Um, it's a, it, I don't think it'll work, but I'd love to see it. It's Gasparini. Marsh. Yeah, I was going to say him, but I, 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 I doubt he'd ever go to I would, love it. I would love it. I love him as a yeah. manager. Um, love him. Uh, it's football. The football Atalanta players. I was watching him against Napoli midweek. Not to go too off topic. What about... Um, unbelievable play. Like, I don't know what, if you what, what, oh, I've lost all my, all my thought. Here. What about Lopetegui? He was there. Wasn't he there initially? He was there, yeah. Didn't he leave the Spain job? 
He left the Spain job. John Real Madrid got yeah, fat well, the thing is, they didn't really give him that fair chance. Like, like, and it was just that. Was it just after they lost Ronaldo as well? Or was it before? Season before. Um, season before was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I maybe don't... not actually. Yeah, it's been a season. Left. No, because sure. Ronaldo left. Oh, yeah, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ronaldo wasn't there then. Yeah, I think, and he's like he's playing got severe playing really good football now. So I don't know, like like you say, the the market's hard, isn't it? Unless they look at like, anyone from the Premier League, do you think? Like, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Wilder, maybe? always flirted with the job a bit, um, but I don't I don't see him leaving us. Not not while Sudan, like. I doubt he'd go to Europe. I, I think Germany. Yeah. I think he'd go Germany. Any, anyone in the Premier League? Like, there's not. Who is there? Um, oh, I, have... I just. Well, I can't imagine Brendan Rodgers managing Real Madrid anytime soon. To be honest, because like, but he's like the best project no, manager Graham I can Potter. see in the Premier League, isn't it? Graham Graham Potter. Potter. No, it's Graham Potter's yeah. sick manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get big, get big, Sam. I guess. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah. Martin O'Neill. Yeah, that's, that's the point, really. There isn't really that many out there. Do you reckon they'll just give it to like Ronaldo when he retires? <laughs> Maybe. Strange things have happened. I just want to, yeah, quick question. Obviously, this isn't wasn't in any of the Q and A. I'd just be intrigued to know. Do you guys think Ronaldo and Messi? Um, good Ronaldo, runs? yes. Messi. Obviously, it's hard to yes. say. But... They understand yeah. the game so much. Really. I'd agree, just because of mentality. Mentality, intelligence. Just got yeah. some breaking news but, just come in, yeah. like exclusive on the pod. Lazar Markovic has put Pazagrade Burgad 1 0 up. So. Thanks for that. Not sure that uh, you just wasted Jeez. five seconds of hours of viewers' time. Honestly, my day is so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> my day is. Just... Oh, yeah. oh, thanks thanks for that take. Oh, well, anyway, I think um, on that awkward bombshell, that's probably a good time to wrap up today's episode. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this sort of style. And if you did, just let us know because we'll definitely do some in the future. Thank you again to everybody who sent in the questions. If you want to be involved in this sort of thing in the future, then it's at Big Six Pod on Twitter. We're going to start doing more sort of interactive things on there. So get involved. So yeah, thanks to everyone who listens and supports the pod and puts stuff out there. And again, thank you for the questions. Any of you guys got any parting comments about other than Tay? Um, <laughs> hope you hope you all have a great rescue lockdown. Hopefully things change quickly and uh, your team wins. Yeah, that's, that's very good. Good point. But um, yeah, obviously stay safe as always. Hope you guys are coping all right in this lockdown. I hope we can give a bit of a distraction for an hour. Um, so I hope you're enjoying listening as much as we're enjoying filming because we definitely are. So We'll probably be back mid next week, just before the Champions League games. So I'm very looking forward to those. But um, yeah, I hope you guys are all good. Hashtag, hashtag stop the mule abuse. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> also, move me away from being in an airport. Sorry if you hear these cars midway through. I can't. I have no words for it. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> can hear it now. Like there. There you go. <laughs> Literally, I'm a window shot and you can hear it. Yeah, if you, you want to send any commiserations to Tamil as well, because he's obviously had a very tough afternoon. I'll start a GoFundMe to get well, me away from the airport. Yeah, one. We need a GoFundMe for the mill pay and preferably me for my airport. You know? <laughs> but yeah, we're rambling too much. You guys take care. Thanks very much for listening. And we'll next time. <laughs>